0: I am here to offend all of you. There was no preparation, inclination, or forethought thought whatsoever. How does Satan kill? You just need to stop it. Why are these Why are these people here? Why are, Why are they here? You've almost made it to the weekend. Give us some men who know the truth. <laughs> on guys you're listening to the no more silence podcast thank you for listening i appreciate everybody who tunes in today we're in part two of our a picture of god series in this series what we're trying to do is get a better grasp and a better glimpse of who god says he is we all have our own ideas Our own systems, our own imaginations that we create when it comes to do with God, religion, morals, lifestyle, philosophies, and things like that. So, what we want to do is shape our understanding of God with scripture, with the Bible. Now, last week we spoke about how God communicates things to us. And that was through prophets, through his word. And today we're going to talk about how God is dealing with us, with the world, with the people that he created. How is he handling all of the things that are going on? And What are some of the reasons behind what God is doing? Now, we can't give an exhaustive list of everything and every reason that God is doing something. But we're going to look at one particular passage and see what it is that God says is going on in that specific situation and in the world today. Now, we're going to be reading from Exodus chapter 9, verse 15 and 16. Before we get to this point of Exodus chapter 9, God was speaking to Moses, telling Moses, listen, you got to talk to Pharaoh and tell him to let the Israelites go. The Egyptians had the Israelites in slavery, and God was setting them free at this point. But before he did that, the king of Egypt, Pharaoh, was being very hard-headed, stubborn, Resistant to God, denying God, disobeying God's word. And so things kept getting harder and harder, not just for Pharaoh, but for the people that Pharaoh represented and for the people that Pharaoh led. Okay. Now, a lot of times we think our stubbornness and our hardheadedness and our disobedience will only affect us but more times than not our sin and our rebellion affects those in our influence those that we are leading those that we are around and even following so moses is telling pharaoh to let the people go pharaoh won't listen so god sends these plagues these terrible things to happen to egypt they ran out of water because it all turned into blood. Frogs came. Locusts came. Uh, all of these plagues. Boils came. Sickness. Death to the livestock. And God is telling Pharaoh that he's missing the whole point. And so in verse 15, God is talking to Pharaoh through Moses. Telling Moses what to say to Pharaoh. And in In the end part of Moses' speech, God is saying this. This is verse 15 right here. By now, I could have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with a plague, and you would have been obliterated from the earth. So God is saying, listen, by now, if I really wanted to, I could have made a certain plague that would have wiped out all of Egypt from the earth without a trace. If I really wanted to, that's what God is saying. And now in this first sentence, I want to point out the power that God is saying he has. The type of reign, the type of order, the type of hand that he has in this world and in the everyday things that are going on. If he wanted to, he could have wiped out an entire nation. And he still has that power. God is not weak. God is not unable. God is not powerless. But here he's saying, this would have been nothing to me. Something like wiping out an entire nation. Something that if a person did it, you would consider him one of the most powerful people to ever live. And God is saying, that's nothing. I could have easily done that. But there was a reason that God had not done that yet. Even though Pharaoh was causing harm to his people. He was doing them wrong. He was hurting them. He was allowing terrible things to happen to their families, to generations after generation. And I know that we often have that question, God, why, if you are so powerful, why on earth would you allow such terrible things to happen to me, to my family, to my friends, to my people, to my generation? And God says, If he wanted to, he could have wiped out those people that caused that harm. So why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't God do that? Why wouldn't he take away such terrible people? And the reason that God gives is this. However, God says in verse 16, I have let you live for this purpose to show you my power. And to make my name known on the whole earth. So there's two things we see here. There is a plan that God has in place to show you his power. We don't like when God shows his power. Because it seems like people get hurt. Like bad people are allowed to continue in evil. So we think innocent people are hurt, mishandled, neglected, pursued in violence, and all these things. What is God's plan? What is God's purpose in that? Well, to show you His power. Now, the only way that God can show you His power is if, in spite of the worst of the worst, He has a plan to show the absolute best. In spite of... The hardest of times, he has a purpose, and he has the power to display great victory, great joy, great peace. And the second thing he said was to make his name known throughout the entire earth. So God's plan is to show two things, his power and his name. Now, when he talks about his name, he's not just saying, you know, my name is, as you know, my name is Jarrell. So if I say I want to make my name known, I'm not simply saying I want the word and the letters that spell out jarell to be known. But the person behind that name, the true essence behind the name jarell if I'm talking about I want my name to be known, I want to be a household name. That means I want people to know me and to be talking about me properly or in a specific way. And so God is saying his goal, not just his dream, but his purpose, his actual plan, his actual end. What will actually come to pass is that his power will be shown and his name will be known. He will be spoken about truthfully, as a powerful God, as the only God who created this world, who created us, who knit us together, and his name known, people will be talking about him properly everywhere, the whole earth, he says, throughout the whole earth. So the question we have to ask is, are we on the side that the power is being displayed negatively Are we on the side where God is showing his power because of our own rebellion, disobedience, ignorance, because of our own rejection of him? Is he showing his power to us in a way that is detrimental because we have spent our lives denying and rejecting that power? Or are we on the side of his people who are seeing his power and are encouraged They're grown, they're molded, they feel secure, assured because they have seen God come through for them in spite of the worst of the worst. So, are you going to be the worst of the worst who is rejecting God and has to have his own power displayed on? Or will you believe in Christ Jesus? Will you stand on the promises in God's word? Will you live an obedient lifestyle to God so that his power is something that you can be assured by and not harmed or destroyed by? And I'm using the Bible's language here. Is God simply putting up with you so that he can show how powerful he is to someone else or are you peacefully, patiently believing in God so that He can show His power, so that you can know His name, not just the name, but the essence behind the name, so that you can personally know that and be assured and be encouraged? There's two paths the path of Christ, where the power of God and the name of God is it exalted, where it is respected where it is honored, and where it is talked about? Or are we on the side that rejects, denies, and insults that name and that power until the point where we are destroyed by it? This is a picture of God that we don't often get, but that we so often need to hear. It's in His Word. Now, He loves you enough to put up with what you're doing to His creation, the world, people around you. He puts up with the terrible things you've done and I've done so that we can have that choice to love him and to live with him forever or to reject him and see the wrong end of his power and his name. This is something we need to consider. This is something I pray that you consider. God is no weak person who just stands back and is saying, oh, I wish I wish that this didn't happen, or I wish I could control or change this. He's saying, I wish you would turn and recognize the truth. I wish that you would recognize there is no God but me. There is no power but mine. There is no name but the one that I've shown you through the Bible. Now, that's something I pray that we we continue to think about, talk about, discuss, share with others. And that's something that I pray will broaden our understanding and perception of God. All right. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a good afternoon. Have a good evening. Whatever time it is you're listening to. Um, and, and have a good week. All right. Take care.